today more than ever in the history of education, credible online master's degrees are of great value. Introducing the Master of Science in Pharmacology program from UCI. The University of California, Irvine, UCI, is ranked as the number nine public university in the nation by US News and World Report. UCI is noted for its excellent research and graduate programs, an extensive commitment to undergraduate education, and a growing number of professional schools and programs of academic importance and social significance. Fall registration is now open. Apply today at sites.uci.edu slash mspharmacology to learn more and reserve your seat by June 15th, 2020. That's sites.uci.edu slash mspharmacology and reserve your seat today. The deadline is June 15th, 2020. This is the Pharmacy Future Leaders Podcast, part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Pharmacy Future Leaders is a podcast dedicated to pharmacy students by pharmacy students who are committed to making an impact on our healthcare system and providing optimal patient care as innovative and leading pharmacists. As Pharmacy Future Leaders, we dedicated our lifetime of service to others through the profession of pharmacy. We will consider the welfare of humanity and relief of suffering as our primary concerns as we apply our knowledge, experience, and skills to the best of our ability to assure optimal outcomes for our patients. And now, here are your hosts and Pharmacy Future Leaders. Hey, Pharmacy Future Leaders. This is your new host, Tyler. I'm, uh, I'm really happy to have finally uh, gotten an episode out to you guys. I hope to find all of you healthy and well amid the crisis that's going on. Um, this episode is really cool. I, I was excited to to do it with my my buddy Scott. It's in collaboration with um, my homegrown podcast, Twenty Three Pills, here in uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. We got to interview uh, an awesome young lady named Young Hong, who, believe it or not, uh, started her own business in her second year of pharmacy school. And now that she's a fourth year, she's almost ready to graduate, and she is just blowing up. So without further ado, here's this episode. I hope you really enjoy it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of 23 Pills. I'm Scott Koo, your co-host with the one and only Tyler Jude. Tyler, give our listeners a special update on your life. Hey, guys. It's Tyler. I, uh, you, you've been missing our, our episodes maybe for a week or so um, because I, uh, I had something happen. We had our second, uh, our second son. He was born on Leap Day, which is awesome. And uh, yeah, so I've just been here at home, um, trying to trying to manage the chaos of my newborn and my my three year old, and uh, help my wife kind of recover a little bit. So, but it's yeah, it's been exciting. That's good, dude. So we have another special thing going on with this podcast. We have a fourth year pharmacy student named Young Hong. She's wonderful, kind, and one of the hardest workers in our program. Young, thank you for being our guest today. Hi, it's nice to be here. Thank you for having me. Great. So a little intro about her is that back in 2017, she was asked to compete in the Center for Medical Innovation's Bench to Bedside Competition at the University of Utah. Young and her colleagues, Gina Ryan and Joni Aoki, uh, won the grand prize of $50,000 for developing a fertility device called, formerly called Preob, but now it's called Layla Wellness. We're going to link in our social media a full video made by the Pharmacy College about this project, but for now, would you be able to give a small rundown of what the project was and what motivated you to do it, Young? Sure. So I was actually volunteering at the Malini Clinic um, where I met a PA student at the time. 
um, she reached out to me at the beginning of my second year, asked me if I wanted to enter into a device competition with her um, and another student yeah. um, who's another co-founder of our company. Um, so basically what the competition is, is that it's a medical device innovation competition uh, where you identify an unmet clinical need in the community and think about a technological solution wow. to fix that problem. Um, you don't have to form a team, but we chose to just form a team when yeah. we entered. You get $500 uh, <laughs> to think about a, like a prototype, to, yeah. about making a prototype and how you're going to actually get that idea to market. So it basically encompasses business, yeah. um, like regulatory strategies, pitching, um, patent, yeah. all sorts of things that I wasn't really familiar with, including like mechanical and hardware engineering. So yeah, it was a very exciting project for sure. <laughs> what year did you do this? So this was, um, so I started at the beginning of my second year. The, the your hardest year in the program, you decided <laughs> to start this pretty much startup. Yeah, so I definitely struggled with um, just trying to imagine what the next year would look like. Mm -hmm. um, but I thought it was such a unique opportunity to do yeah. things that I've never done before. And it sounded really intriguing. Mm -hmm. And I'm definitely curious by nature. Yeah. Um, and I thought that this was very in line with just leadership and mm -hmm. just putting myself out there in uncomfortable situations. Yeah. So I was really excited. Yeah, that's impressive, dude. She did this in her second year. Yeah. Let's complain about our first year right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so young, so could you give us, or I guess just our listeners, um, if you know, if they were to be marketed your product, what would be uh, the intended use of your product? What is what does your product do? Our product is an intravaginal ring, and it monitors body temperature and cervical fluid, which correlate to the cyclic changes of the menstrual cycle. And it also provides users with information about their upcoming ovulation. The ring is intended to be forgotten about after insertion because it's able to collect information and transmit this data wirelessly through Bluetooth to our mobile app, which we're also developing. Our goal is to take the stress and guesswork out of fertility monitoring and provide meaningful health and wellness information. It's very difficult to plan for a child, actually. I don't know, Tyler, if you could speak to this. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I would definitely agree. It's not the... It's not something you can just pull a calendar out and, you know, X a box on it and say, okay, it's, it's going to be this day. Right. We found that the most commonly used tools are time-consuming, labor-intensive, and confusing to interpret. We wanted to provide women and couples with a method that would simplify this process, optimize the entire fertile window, and allow people to spend their time doing things that they actually enjoy. We really prioritize creating a device based on research-driven methods, and that would also fit into people's busy lifestyles during their family planning journey. That's so cool. Yeah. I'm going to buy this product. Oh. <laughs> I am buying this product. <laughs> We're all users. It's for family. So please That's do. Awesome. My goodness. <laughs> Did you ever think that you're going to win the whole competition? Um, no, it genuinely took us by surprise. Uh, we were really passionate about it, but we ran into many unexpected challenges along the way. But we revised our approach and strategy, kept working towards finding a solution, and just did our best and enjoyed the process. And so, yeah, when they announced that we had won the grand prize, 
it, it, the feeling was like indescribable. We were in shock. Like we did not know at all. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> well, very cool. And um, I obviously because you guys won, uh, you know, people thought that uh this had something to it and and you know they they want to see it come to fruition and i i think that's an awesome idea it's definitely uh something that applies to everybody like you said that wants to try to in, grow their family and um especially with uh developing it in in combination with like a mobile app and bluetooth and stuff like that that's uh that's pretty innovative i would say that's awesome Thank you. <laughs> it's exciting. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, so in your in the video um, that the College of Pharmacy made, you mentioned something that um, you actually were able to apply the knowledge that you you gained in pharmacy school in into this uh, kind of startup business and this and this device. Um, so I'm just curious. You know, obviously, that's the that's what we'd love to think, right? We we go to school for four years, and then after that, it's like, hey, we know something. I mean, we this actually applies in real life, you know. Um, so, I just to start off, what uh, what was the driving factor for you um, to get into pharmacy, and um, can you kind of speak to that in you know in lieu of of this uh, startup business that you have and this this awesome product? I became interested in pharmacy during my undergraduate schooling. I graduated with a BA in psychology, um, which can be a unique path to the health field, but in my advanced psychology courses, I got very interested in how medications improve the quality of life for people. Um, after graduating, I worked as a pharmacy technician to explore the field and was impressed with the pharmacist's dedication to the community. I enrolled in a formal health professions postback program, and down the road, I met an Appy student from the University of Utah College of Pharmacy, or the U, as we call it here, who highly recommended that I also look into applying to the college as well after discovering that I was interested in clinical pharmacy. And I think the rest after the interview is history. Um, I'm very curious and I wanted to do and get ex exposed to everything pharmacy related. And I think our college does a really great job of supporting this passion and drive to gain diverse experiences. Um, I really immersed myself in the pharmacy school experience. I got involved in different organizations, events and committee positions, participated in activities that gave opportunities to provide patient education and contribute back to the community. And I also shadowed pharmacists in different fields to get a better understanding of the work setting, roles and responsibility, um, as well as gain insight into my personal pharmacy career goals and fit. Um, the collective experiences that I've gained over the years have really been the motivating factor. And the want to bring about positive change for others is what excites me and keeps me going. I think that seeking out new experiences is very important. And this really helps solidify the reasons for why I'm here and why I love what I'm doing. Yeah. Wow. Tyler, she sold the you. I'm going to reapply again. <laughs> so yeah. That sounds like a great program. Yeah, I'm looking forward to fourth year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me too. Well, that's, that's wonderful. Um, my, uh, I had another question and, and that was, um, where, where do you see your, uh, your company ultimately going? Where would you like to see it go? And then, um, part two of that is what do you need to be able to achieve 
that goal? What, what do you need from um, the public? What, what, you know, from yourself, from your classmates, what do you need to be able to see that vision achieved? Our vision is to build a company that's at the forefront of women's health innovation. Initially, we hope to be able to provide women and couples with support for family planning. Uh, planning for pregnancy is a difficult process for many couples and can feel overwhelming. And we want to provide people with a reliable, accessible, and convenient product that will help them on their journey to becoming parents. We also want to build a community that connects people from all over the world, as well as continue to expand and develop new products to help women through the different stages in their lives. That's a wonderful vision. And you said that there's a lot of steps to go through still with this product. There are a lot of steps to go through. Yeah. yeah. Um, So we've done quite a bit of work on the business development side, mm-hmm. the regulatory side. Oh, the regulatory side. Yeah, the regulatory side is definitely um, a large one. <laughs> <laughs> we had to look at like, good manufacturing practices yeah. and all those things that were involved in that. Um, we filed our provisional and non-provisional patent. And, hey, wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, and so we're hoping to just kind of maintain that throughout the years. Um, and hopefully reach the international market mm-hmm. in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just fundraising, a lot of fundraising. Yeah. I think that is probably our main focus yeah. um, is to raise money that will help us achieve um, our go-to market plan. Mm-hmm. Would a Kickstarter work? Have you guys looked at that option? Yeah, we have actually. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. What so Kickstarter. So young, you just told us about your project and you did this during your hardest year. Did you ever feel like you had a hard time balancing everything out? How did you do it all? It was definitely challenging. And I struggled with this, especially when I had to balance seminars, meetings, and research um, with schools and exams every week and a half, work, um, involvement in extracurricular activities, and my personal life because my husband's back home in California. There was a lot of revising that I had to do with regard to scheduling my time and study habits. And I had to learn how to um, study differently and maximize the time that I had. For example, I try to complete my assignments between school and work, answer emails um, during my breaks, listen to lectures on my drives, and take a short nap after work before waking up at like 2 or 3 in the morning to study. Uh, Depending on the day, it wasn't always achievable or sustainable. But that year, I really learned how to prioritize and multitask. And also another thing that I learned is that it's so important that you take care of yourself. Um, Because when your body is tired, your mind gets tired. Um, It didn't affect my motivation because I was continuously motivated to try my best and do well. But I did notice that my productivity was becoming affected. Um, It was just taking longer to digest information and to retain it. So something that I started doing was setting aside a time to take a break, um, whether it be five minutes or half an hour to relax or do something that I enjoy, like read an interesting article or watch an episode on Netflix, um, where I can just take that time for myself to recharge and re-energize, which is really important for me. I also began to schedule a period of free time every week where I can either just catch up on things because I learned that there are always things that pop up that you didn't expect or plan for. I'm still learning how to maintain a good balance myself because responsibilities and rules are constantly changing, Um, but I've at least begun to understand what I'm capable of as well as what my limits are. 
Uh, learning your boundaries can be a very hard lesson, but also a really valuable one. Um, for me personally, I don't like to say no to new experiences because how else am I going to know what I like um, or dislike or can or cannot do if I don't put myself out there and experience it for myself? Um, I'd really like to say that don't let the fear of failing or not meeting your own or others' expectations prevent you from seeking out new experiences or potentially challenging ventures uh, because no one's great at something from the beginning. If there's something that you're interested in learning more about or have a passion for, but are feeling nervous about taking that first step, I think that you should go for it because you might surprise yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really insightful. I think as first year students, your advice is like, would help a lot. Cause I feel like a lot of us right now are not really prioritizing our stuff that we need to do. We either sacrifice our physical health to study, yeah, do these all nighters and hearing it from you. I think it really solidifies that we, we should take a step back and take care of ourselves better. Definitely. Yes. I think self-care is the most important thing to do for yourself because if you just, it changes your outlook. Mm -hmm. um, it changes the way that you approach things, right? Yeah. So are you approaching things with, um, I don't know, vigor and zest and just enthusiasm mm -hmm. or are you just doing it just to do it? Yeah. And if you just take that time to, I don't know, just sit, um, just re-energize and mm -hmm. then just go back out you know, fully ready to tackle yeah. the world, I feel like the uh, return that you get or the experiences that you go through are so much more impactful yeah. to me, actually. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. The one last question we'll ask Young is that you're almost done. It's spring right now. Mm -hmm. You're in your fourth year. I know. How are you feeling about the future? Nervous? You doing okay? I am definitely nervous yeah. because the residency match mm -hmm. is coming up. Yeah, or the results of the match, I guess. Um, but I'm so excited. I, I think it's very surreal. I can't believe four years of pharmacy school has passed by so quickly. It's no joke. Like before I came to pharmacy school, all the pharmacists were like, young, it goes fast. And I was like, but it's like four years, you know, how fast could it go? But it really does. It, you just enjoy and savor the experiences that you have at pharmacy school uh, because you probably won't get that again. And you, I mean, you will be graduating before you know it. All right, guys. Thanks so much, Young, for being on this show and um, gracing the airwaves with your voice. And, uh, Talking about talking about your startup and, and this product, I think it's going to touch the lives of a lot of people. And um, I'm really excited for, you know, what's going to come for you guys in the future. So thank you again for being on our show. Thank you so much. I'm really honored to be here and I feel very humbled and I definitely wasn't expecting it. But um, it was such a pleasure to talk to you and Scott today. Um, and if you have any questions, just feel free to reach out to me. So um, for those people listening, or I, I guess I'll just ask you, Young, if for, you know, for people who want to look into your, your company and your products um, or, you know, possible supporters in the future, how would they uh, best go about doing that? Sure. Um, so we can be found on Instagram and Facebook at Lila Wellness. Um, and we also have a website called LaylaWellness.com. Awesome. Great. So if you want to check out more of Young's project and, and their, their business and their product, 
um, feel free to visit their website and, and follow them on social media. Um, for those people wanting to support, you know, uh, I, I, I would definitely endorse this. Although I have about two cents to my name right now, uh, I can give you the two cents to endorse it. <laughs> Thank you. We will gladly take anything that you have. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, I really appreciate your support. I really appreciate you allowing me to be here and share um, a little story about how we came to be and what we're trying to accomplish. Um, and I hope that the pharmacy students listening out there, you know, they just kind of flock to bench to bedside and contribute their amazing knowledge and experiences and passion for the field. And hopefully um, there will be many other innovators um, and other leaders in the field as well. Perfect. All right, guys, thanks again for listening to uh, 23 Pills podcast and uh, in collaboration with uh, Pharmacy Future Leaders podcast, part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. We're thankful for all of our listeners and stay tuned for more uh, awesome episodes in the future. The mission of the Pharmacy Future Leaders podcast is to support all pharmacy students by providing advice, direction, stories, and sharing with each other. Be sure to use the hashtag Pharmacy Future Leaders on all social media. We thank you for listening to our podcast. Please send us an email if you're interested in being on the show. Send your message to pharmacyfutureleaders at gmail.com. Just remember, never give up, stay positive, eat healthy, get your sleep, and know why you wanted to be a pharmacist from the beginning to help others live healthier lives. We are Pharmacy Future Leaders. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.